Outro boys, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. Hi, mate. How are you? I'm very good, mate. I've actually been looking forward all day to chatting to you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It, it almost didn't happen for me today. <laughs> that sounds I, a bit um, kind of sexually based, but I no, don't think it is. It was... Oh, fuck. So I normally have... Um, normally when I watch TV, or my wife and I watch TV, we watch it in the, the living room. Um, but... When it's cold and wintry, we decide to bring the laptop and watch uh, Netflix or whatever in bed. Now, I had my laptop and we'd watch TV, went to bed, put the laptop down beside the bed, whatever. Um, I believe one of my children in the middle of the night has come in to say, can I have a cuddle? And has accidentally trod on my laptop. So on Sunday, when I went to open my laptop and get it to go, I had nothing on the screen. Oh, so it's not, it doesn't look broken. It's just nothing. Correct. So there was just enough pressure to damage the LED display in the screen, but the casing around it was fine. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then, so I managed to connect it to HDMI, managed to get the laptop working. And even then, I'm like, how much is this going to cost? But thankfully, I went to a service center today, and in half an hour, they had it done for under 200 bucks. That's not bad. I was very happy. Because I've been here expecting that, look, I'm probably going to have to buy a new laptop here. That was what I was thinking too. I was thinking, well, depending on what the cost is, I'm thinking I could, you know, you can almost buy yourself a new laptop for a, a reasonable amount of money. But yeah. when they said under 200 bucks and we'll do it for you, I was like, yes, please. I tell you, that's lucky because otherwise tonight's episode would have been the South Road Boy, just the deep dulcet tones of Troy <laughs> Barnes. And uh, look, I, I do tend to think of myself as being amusing at times. Yes. But as a solo act... I think it'd get a little bit long in the tooth. <laughs> well, you could have put me on speakerphone. Oh, I tell you what, because that's how high tech we are. Exactly. We have that technology. <laughs> Imagine that, just putting you on the phone speaker or something. Wow. And holding the phone up to the to your... Yeah. That would have been And rough. the good thing is, too, if there was something you were saying I didn't like, I could just put my finger over the speaker hole yep. and just cut you out. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Oh, I tell you what, I wouldn't actually try that sometime. Or you could have used the recording um, software that you would have been using to record and just, just cut it out. Just muted that bit of audio, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you would have had something that sounded like some of the early episodes. <laughs> yeah, the missing tapes, as we like to call them. Oh, the missing tape number yeah. one. That was horrendous. Look, every now and then people mention the missing tapes to us, but look, <laughs> I just don't think anyone really needs to hear it because. I mean, we're partially funny now. Um, the sound quality is actually quite good for what we do. Uh, back then, um, we were we, probably a bit more forced funny, and the sound quality was shit. I don't think we could even say forced funny. I just think forced. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, there were times where I can just imagine myself, you know, blinking some sort of message to, to the people watching the video. Like, that's how captivated I felt. Yeah, we... um. We were, look, we didn't know what we were doing. It was brand new. Yeah. And as was mentioned last week, practice makes perfect. So. We've got a way to go. We've got, we got a long way to go. We've got a long but, way to go. Yep, but thank you to all three listeners for sticking with us. <laughs> now. <laughs> hi, Mum. And yeah, hi, Mum. And hi, 
Actually, if I had two sisters, no. No, they wouldn't listen. Mine does. Jazz doesn't even listen. Your wife doesn't listen. No, my sister does, though. Does she? Oh, there you go. So That's Penny, Merle, and Steph. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, hopefully there's more than that. No, there is. Mm. We know that. Um, <laughs> we, do, yeah. we do get contacted by the roadies and, and we do appreciate it. Mm. Now, I had something to talk to you about or share with you. Oh. Um, but I, I wanted to do it while I had you, I suppose, captivated and talking. I'm going to send you a picture, right? Hey, now, what's your um, theory behind captivated? Is well, this me captivated? Uh, well, yes, reasonably. Now, okay, right, eh? You're a big fan of, of all things horror Oh, I do like um, a little bit of horror scary. Slash, yes, slash. Ar, ar, ar. So, Walking Dead. Sounded more like a chihuahua than a... A chihuahua. <laughs> a chihuahua than a, uh, a knife. Ar, 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 ar. Yeah. What is that? It sounds, sounds, like, sounds like Flipper. <laughs> does sound a bit like Flipper. Flipper the killer. What's that? Jimmy, just, Jimmy fell into the well. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so you quite like um, a bit of The Walking Dead. Or whatever, right? Yep. Now, we all think that it's going to be okay in the event of a zombie apocalypse because we have speed on our side. We always think that, well, whenever you watch anything with zombies in it, um, you don't often see them run. I think in Walking Dead, they do break that that theory and you do see some... Not a lot. You don't see a lot of runny zombies. No, look, no Walking Dead's really cool because Walking Dead stick um, ticks. Why can't I talk tonight? What's and going pub, on with that? In Pablo Anglis? <laughs> Walking Dead sticks to the old formula of zombies. Yes. Where which they is walk. like the, the uh, Romero <laughs> one where they, where they just kind of, yeah, they, they walk, they meander. Yes. It was kind of 28 days later. That was when the running zombie came in. That reinvented the zombie scenario. Yeah. But Walking Dead stays classic, which I actually quite like about it. Yeah, so, and they obviously call it Walking Dead. Now, what would you, how would you feel, though, if you saw a zombie, a brain-eating zombie, that could run? And I'm not saying run just a little bit. I'm saying cover the distance of a marathon, which is, what, 42 kilometres? Mm-hmm. In 2 hours and 26 minutes and 22 seconds. A zombie. Imagine a zombie being able to do that. Okay. Um, That's a fair clip. It's fair, but I'm wondering why this is the case. Where did the zombie come from? Why is there a marathon zombie? Or- <laughs> Vola, Vola, uh, Mazruklok has won her first international marathon in the European Championships, despite being covered in blood. The Belarusian... <laughs> who was 29, suffered from a nosebleed earlier in the race, but battled on to win. So she won the women's section of a marathon in two hours, 26 minutes and 22 seconds on the streets of Berlin. Now, this is Berlin, people. This is not, you know, some shithouse little town somewhere where there's three people and a dog entered. This is a proper, <laughs> this is a proper fucking marathon. Now, I'm going to share with you, Troy, the photo. Fire it at me. Um, that I found of said marathon runner and see whether or not if you get the same feeling that I did, if this was a uh, a zombie apocalypse and all I saw was this, I'd be pretty shit scared. Right, eh? I'll just wait for so, that to come through. 
Oh, here we go. Little chat icons come up. The- Jesus <laughs> fuckery. <laughs> that is phenomenal. <laughs> Where's it gone? Why did it disappear on me? Come back. <laughs> um, why did um, what? Why did she? Why does she look like she's eaten someone and then just run away? <laughs> well, because she had a nosebleed and obviously she's just wiped the drips away, but hasn't worried about cleaning herself up that much. And that's how she looked when she won the race. <sighs> no, won the she's, race. she's got this whole like really skinny marathon runner disposition body figure thing going on. And it actually looks like she hasn't too. eaten for a long time. No, but well, she looks like she's just <sighs> had a feed there of... Brains. But she's got blood all over her hand as well, not just a... Well, that's where she would have wiped her nose. I know. It's not just like a face and chest and it's... All over her face, neck and chest. <laughs> that's just strange. I see <laughs> where you got the zombie would... thing from, though. That's really bizarre. But knowing... Imagine you go, right, <laughs> she gets turned into a zombie. Yep. She's quick. Can I, um, can I just add in... This is something that you probably haven't noticed. On what she's wearing is the slogan, run clean. (laughs) Can you see that there? I did notice it had run clean there. Run clean. Yes. Well, that's not clever marketing at all. From Spa, obviously that's their slogan. Uh, Definitely need to remember to put that one on the the book once we upload this episode. That's that's strange. (laughs) Isn't it just? And it's just like, she just looks like. And if you actually open the photo and zoom in, she's got dead eyes. Like there's just they are some, pretty dark. That I don't think she's got any colour in her eyes. I think she's one of those people who've just got the pupil colour throughout the whole eyes. It's like she she win and they get her up on the podium and say, "Which I'd like to say a few words." You just get brains, <laughs> brains, brains. <laughs> um, but she's quick, so that um, we that do was the know one that we do me. know that the Nazis did experiment a lot. To try and find the superhuman. Oh shit! And maybe that's exactly what they found here. And she's from Belarus, which I don't think's that far away from Russia, to be honest. Mm. It could be a long way away, but if I don't know. Us with our globe stuff, you know. Well, when was well, the last time you actually saw a globe? Jesus, uh, it's been a while, I must say. Glo- they do fascinate on, me now. I, I find there's something really kind of. I know, really interesting, intriguing. Even I'm a sexy about a globe. Like you just come in. Yeah, I I find globes for me sit in the same area as what a chessboard does. As soon as you see it, it grabs your attention. It's like, oh, and you kind of wander over and have to have a look. And you have to spin it. Oh, you got to spin it. It's no different (laughs) to when I was uh, trying out cars before I got the Panther. How do you do donuts? Um, um, No, basically, but for some reason, whenever you're in a car, sitting in the car. And you're trying to work out whether the car's okay. You have to undo the glove box and close it again. Why do you do that? What? I I didn't think you did have to undo the glove box. I thought you meant you had to wind down the window, beep your horn, and say you're in the fucking wrong lane. No, which would be hilarious in every car yard. I may be mental. I'm not that mental. I could just imagine you dead at Von Buberus. Beep, beep, beep. You're on the wrong fucking line. Just so so every weekend you go trying cars and every weekend they're like, oh, he's fucking back again. <laughs> yes, so you're in the showroom. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't do that. No, uh, but you did open the glove box. Yeah, for so every car for some because he feels like you have to do something when you're in there. So you do them, and like you open the glove box and close it again. I don't even know why. Every time I did it, I'm like, why am I doing this? It's not like anything's going to be surprising me about it. So my question is this: Now you've got the Panther. Yep. How many times have you opened the glove box? I know a lot. Because like, there's many things that I could think of in a car that I would do other than opening the glove box. Bip the horn's one of them. Maybe. Yeah, but that just seems a little bit obnoxious. It's a bit oh, loud. It's very funny, though. Is it? I've done, is it really? In my last time I, Maybe last time I was buying a car, I did it accidentally. Scared everyone, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> I gave it the odd beep really quickly and the salesman was standing in front of the car at the time talking to somebody else and he moved as if we were in traffic like it was quite funny speaking of, speaking of the panther i'll tell you what so mm-hmm. um i think we brought the panther up before haven't we i think we did bring it up a couple of episodes ago maybe yes because wakanda forever you were yeah, you, um, there you go. so you it's, were it's a, a massive car. cx5 it's um it's jet black it's it's a beautiful sexy little beast um but yes. the problem is because this is the newest car i've ever had and because it looks very shiny, and because it's black and marks show up very easily, mm. I'm so careful whenever I park it anywhere, not to park <laughs> it in a scenario where some dick is going to open the door and obviously hit the car. Because I know yes. I'm just going to I'm going to lose my shit when it happens, and it's probably going to happen at some stage. Yes, but I'm going to try and avoid it as much as I can. So I went up to Upper Bernie Woolworths here in Bernie about a week ago, mm. and I noticed. Uh, there was uh, a car park available. And on mm. the right-hand side, it was quite a small car. It was like a little Getz or something parked in there. Yes. And it was over a fair way. So this is really cool. So um, the car on the other side was parked um, a little bit close to the white line, but not too much. So I thought, I'll just park over close to my white line. Yes. And that left plenty of room both sides. Except for when the Getz leaves. No, but you see, I've seen the Getz there before. So I'm assuming it's someone that works there. Oh wow, stalker! So, so I wasn't worried about that. I've, yeah, yeah, supermarket stalker. So I've done that. So I go in thinking, "Yep, this is all good." I come out, right? I'm mm. still where I was. Yes, the gets is still where it was. Yes, someone new was parked next to me on the left, yes. and it's parked over the white line. <laughs> so there's now about eight inches of room. Oh, maybe yes. a foot. I'm probably over. So about a foot between my car and its car, and then po- all this other room on water. the other side of it. Can you say that in metric for those people who live in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mather. Sorry. <sighs> Continue. Over the white line. But, but roughly about 30 centimetres. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, it's, it, I'm looking at it thinking, you absolute fucking idiot. <laughs> like, you've got all this room there. Yes. Yet you've parked, and I'm talking like six inches over the white line. Yes. So it's in close to my car. Yes. I just, I couldn't, I felt like if I'd had an old car, I would have felt like actually hitting their car just to prove the point. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's not often that you feel like, I wish I had a Polaroid camera. Because you feel like stepping back, taking a photo with your Polaroid and just writing fucking idiot <laughs> on the, and then leaving it on their windshield. Oh, but mate, now it's what? like, yeah, I gotta say, there's another one. So across the road from where I am, yes, there's also a CX5. It's someone that lives in units nearby. Yes, they park out on the street, which is fine. 
It annoys mm. you when the car's in the same place for three days straight, doesn't move. But look, that's it, even though it's out the front of our house. Like, we'd like our friends to park out the front of our house occasionally. If yeah, we but you don't, you don't own the public spot in you front don't. of your house. You don't, but they could park in front of theirs, but they don't. They park in front of ours. Are they over the road, though? Uh, they're next door. Oh, they're next door? Yeah, but they park, so they either park out in front of ours, or they park across the road. But here's where the OCD is a problem. They park across the road, pointing the wrong direction. <gasps> Illegal. Illegal, and also my OCD goes fucking nutso. <laughs> Just, oh, it drives me nuts. But they won't park in front of their own place. I don't know why. It's just like... Look, um, if you happen to live like nearby to my place and you're maybe next door and you're parking your charcoal-covered CX-5... <laughs> covered? Covered? I really can't speak tonight. No. I've got the language done. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you happen to hear this podcast... Um, Move your fucking car in front of your own place. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Uh, from the author who's not a talker. Well, definitely not tonight. No, he's just yeah. gotten real. We might have to issues. add subtitles. <laughs> Can you add subtitles <laughs> to an audio podcast? Probably not. Probably not. Mind you, with the with the we advent dub of <laughs> <laughs> We can actually get we could get two completely different people to overdub our entire podcast. In English? I don't know. It'd be better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just do Inception where we now overdub it, but I'll do your voice and you do mine. <laughs> oh, that's a bit weird. Imagine. Oh, we should Imagine try and try do a whole episode. Interpretate. Interpretate. <laughs> hey, are you drunk? It's one I of those nights. Went? It really is. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Imagine me trying to interpret your laugh and actually redo your laugh. That would be <laughs> difficult. So difficult. And I just have to get there and go, oh, fuck my life. <laughs> Look, I'm, there's actually problems going, I'm just going to have to step away from the mic and turn the heater off. I think I'm getting overheated. Just try <laughs> to yourself for a moment. Oh, well, Troy's, Troy's cooking his brain. I think he's cooked more than that. Maybe he's done a bit of Breaking Bad and he's cooking up some meth. And he's got a little bit too much of his own. He's on the gear. And he's gotten a bit too heady. And he's smacked out of his head. But he's back now. So we'll just say... <laughs> Hi, I'm Betty. certain you were t- talking shit while I was gone, but that's I fine. was. Now... I um, expect nothing less. Excellent. Do you know... So I've just got to get rid of this zombie chick off my screen. She's freaking me out. <laughs> I was going to... I was going to go... She she's gone. And make you play a game. But with your lack of language skills at the moment, <laughs> I don't think that you're going to be able to. I don't think you're going to be able to not even be able to. I'll ask you a couple of quick questions, though. Today's right date, on. it's a special holiday. Yep, it's the 13th um, today. It Got is. Right. Now, it is celebrating... What ten percent of the population? You know, I love games. I know this. Yeah. I'm making this the easy version, by the way. What ten percent of the population? Um, yep. uh, people who who don't do washing. No, no, laundry, laundry lads. You're um, not even trying. 
people who uh, don't eat steak. No. Uh, vegetarians. No, they're just weirdos. Okay, right. I wonder what the percentage of them would be. I don't know, but um, 10% is what we're looking at. Okay. Um, no, you no idea. Not, you, know, you just don't. You've got no fucking... Left-handers. Today is left-handed. 10%? 10% of people apparently are left-handed. I thought the percentage would have been higher than that. No, apparently not. Huh. Mind you, I've got one in my house, my son, Jakey Boy. He's, yep. a, uh, he's a goofy footer. Um, he's a lefty. Um, and my sister-in-law as well uh, is also left-handed. So, yeah. I, if, I, if I know, you know, two, maybe there's more out there that I'm just not aware of. I, and so, I what's the day? Is it what left-handers day? A fun holiday. And this is one of the ones that's not just, I don't think someone made up yesterday. This has been celebrated since 1992 by the Left-Hander Club. Apparently, there's, there's a club. club. There's okay. a club. Because one of the things that I do know that most things are designed for 90% of the population, which they fucking should be. So any left-hander who's whinging that, oh, it's only made for right-handers. Yeah, you know what? Because people aren't going to make an item specifically for 10% of the market. Like, they're just not. They're trying to sell volume. I'm surprised we haven't got a club because they're limiting their membership straight away. (laughs) Exactly. Left is best. No, it's not, actually. It's just 10% of the population. Anyway, um, one of the things that I I know is difficult for left-handers is scissors because they are made for right-handers. They are. Um, especially the way that the blades are positioned as well. It's not just the grip. It's the way the blades, one is in front of the other. Sounds very stabby right now. Just it so sounds you know. very stabby, yes. So I do know that's, that's difficult. And, I, and I, look, I feel that there is some things that make life a little bit awkward, but, you know, come on, don't wire on companies... They don't cater to ten percent of the market. Um, yeah, but that was nearly a rant. No, nearly, well, it's not, not really. No, it's but not. The, but if you stepped it up a little bit and threw a couple of f bombs in, that could have been a rant. <laughs> I would have been impressed. Um, I would have thought well, my Joe's all grown up. <laughs> but one of the things that left uh, that the roadies may not know is you and I are both right-handers. Yes. Except you are a weirdo. Thank and you. Play. Billiards, pool, and snooker—all the same sport, obviously. Left-handed. Yeah, I do. And I don't know why. I don't know why either. The only thing that I can come up with is that maybe when I was a kid, <laughs> hanging around at the golf clubs with dad and so forth, mm-hmm. that the first person who taught me how to play pool was perhaps left-handed, and right. that's how I did it. Um, the only other thing I've ever done left-handed is um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, we'll, we'll calm that down. <laughs> Only other thing I've done left-handed is actually shoot a rifle. Oh, you shoot because, lefty as well. Because I remember I was with my brother-in-law at the time, and I was trying to just... This is years ago. Um, and I was having a go with a Ruger. Yes. And I was going okay, but it just didn't feel quite right. And I suddenly thought, wait a minute, it's a similar action. Shooting mm. what it is when you play pool. So I flicked it over the other way, and it was really comfortable. So I think maybe it may not be just that. What's your dominant eye? I could never tell you. I don't know. So what you do, the roadies, you can do this while you're playing oh, at home as well. Can I just point out, that's the oh. first close-up <laughs> I've seen of your finger. Oh, how do you Roadies, basically, he's, just, he's, point, he's actioning with his finger to show me what to do. And uh, and this is the finger that got mashed. It's actually looking all right. It's looking a little bit like that uh, marathon runner. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. That's how it looks like. There you go. Special. Gross, really, that's it? a little bit manky. i Thanks for that. Yeah. There you go. So I'll change fingers. So, so Brady, you can eye. do this as well. Dominant eye. Oh, so hold, we're learning hold finger, stuff. Hold a finger up. 
Hold a finger looking, up. Looking at it. So I can't do it with your finger? No, do it. Do uh, it. Yeah, you can. You can do it with okay. my finger. We'll all do it cool. with my finger. Okay. <laughs> now, what you do is close one eye. Yep. And if my finger stays exactly where it is, that is your dominant eye. If you close your other eye and my finger moves, that is your non-dominant eye. You probably need to do it with your own. I don't know whether or not it works yeah. on a TV screen. Because you generally line things up with your dominant eye and the other one's just filling in the gaps. <laughs> Rody, it's, not, sure. it's not moving. What? Are, you, are, you, are you actually taking the piss on me now? No, I'm not taking the piss. All right, so line your finger up so it covers the webcam like I have, like that, right? Yep. Yep. Now, one way they should oh, yeah, be aligned. Right, yeah, cool. Yeah, so if you actually have something positioned behind it, that moves basically behind the finger. Correct. Whereas if you just hold it up with nothing really in the background or random stuff, you don't see it as much. Uh, you if you actually, uh, if you concentrate yes. on something. Yes. So what is your dominant eye? <laughs> oh, I wish we could record this because it's so funny. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> um, my dominant eye, by the look of it, is my left. Right. Well, my left. left. Yeah. Yeah, whereas my dominant eye is my right eye. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's because your dominant eye works is your left. I don't know. That's... God, it's all science and learning and stuff tonight, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, Rodies, hit us up on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram. What is your dominant eye? Wow. Yeah, that's... Um, um, because your dominant eye is your like left. Dick. Maybe that's why you're left-handed in pool and, and, and shooting because maybe. you use your dominant eye as opposed to what feels naturally in your arm action. I know. I think it's it's good to know though that if the zombie apocalypse that we spoke about does happen, mm-hmm. and we need to protect ourselves, mm-hmm. um, that I know that I should shoot left-handed. I think it's a great thing to know. Top tip. Yeah. Top tips. Top tips from the South Road Boys. <laughs> top tips. Yeah. <laughs> top tips from the South Road Boys. Oh dear me. Um, um, so a few things. Something happened during the week I want to discuss with you, and we discussed this uh, not tonight, but earlier on in the week. Yes. In which you thought I was a bit of a dick. You are. And then I found ways to prove you incorrect. And this was to do with the <laughs> fact that there's a little bit of a uh, drought happening in New South Wales at the moment. Yes. One of the worst in history, if not the worst in history. Yes. Um, and uh, they've been doing this uh, Palmer for a Farmer things around the country. And which yes. uh, a lot of pubs and so forth are donating a few bucks or whatever for every, every Parmigiana. Yes. Parmigiana sold um, and so forth. Parma for a farmer. Sounds well, wonderful. Except, except, yes. in Tasmania and yes. other states around the country, yes. we call it a palmy. And you, you said to me, no, you don't. <laughs> of which I then had something come up on Facebook with a local pub, I think it was down the west, Yes, that actually had the sign. With yes. uh, with Palmy on it, so I sent it to you. Yes, and then I believe there was another one, and I sent you that one as well. Yes. So what I would like now, yes, with all the roadies listening, yes, is an apology, <laughs> Jay Mather, because you told me that, no, I was wrong. You are, and I proved you incorrect <laughs> by with Facebook. Pro- actual proof. <laughs> you, you proved your argument with Facebook. That's fine. That's a modern way of sending information. But okay. I will not apologise because you proved me wrong on Facebook. I will apologise that I was wrong because I went to an Italian 
dictionary and found out the true pronunciation of parmigiana. Oh, is that right? Correct. So when we say parmigiana, so we it's just, wrong. We just work with the spelling. Correct. It actually well, no, the spelling has got the I in it. I didn't think it did. Yes. I thought that's parmigiana. why it was parma. So it was no. parmigiana. No. So we mispronounce yeah. and misspell parmigiana. And, and when you when you say we, you mean mainly Victorians and New South Wales. Because no, everyone, mis- have it no right. everyone, everyone mispronounces it. Even you have just as you were telling me off. That's true, but you know, I never normally use the word. I've never used the word other than just palmy normally. Palmy. Well, so yeah. So yeah. a palmy is probably more of an accurate abbreviation than palmer. There so, you go. I'm sorry. I was not correct. Thank you. Um, but look. Not saying I'm wrong, though. In defense of the people doing these wonderful little promos. Yes. Palmy for a farmer doesn't sound quite right, does it? No. Palmy for a farmer is You better. could say palmy for a farmy, though. Yeah, but... Do they ever want to be called farmies? I don't know. It sounds more like something you'd do I don't on think, phone, like a little app. <laughs> I don't think anyone in Australia calls them farmies. farmies but, no. but three and a half million people do call them a palmer. Yeah. <laughs> so palmer for a farmer, for at least three and a half million people, makes sense. That's oh, fine. Look, I'll let him get away with it. I'll allow it. And oh, well, <laughs> as long as you'll allow it, then then job done, really. Because all those people listen to the podcast and go, oh, shit, we're going to have to change all their marketing. <laughs> but look, guys and girls, uh, yes. don't worry about it. It's fine by us. We'll let it go. Well, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> now, speaking of names and yep. things that things get called, we're going to start abusing think, each other. <laughs> I think there are some people who, quite frankly, uh, have missed the boat. Did you know that the Mars rover is about to get a friend? No, I did not know that. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah, so there's a new uh, a new addition that is about to make its way to Mars. Oh, the um, rover would be just cruising around. I'm so excited right now. I think the Mars rover's been there for, I think, seven years. I was going to guess five, but I thought that might have been... I could I, Look, I could be wrong. I haven't... I've done a, I've done a South Road Boys... Um, Amount of Bing search, yeah. Um, So the original, the current Mars rover is obviously called Curiosity um, and was named by an 11-year-old girl. Um, Well, they had a little competition, I suppose, did they? They did have a little competition. Ah, it's a bit cute. Now, this one's going to be from the European Space Agency um, who will choose the rover's final name, but apparently they're not going to go for Marzi McMars face. <laughs> Marzi McMars face. Yes. What's the matter with that name? Well, because there's already been Bodie McBoatface. Um, train okay. him at train face or Ferry McFerry face. I'm surprised <sighs> the good people at Mars aren't getting on board with this one. Trying to throw a bit of branding in there. Why not? You could almost pay for it. You know, a Mars a day helps you work rest. Imagine that every time you saw something in there, you've just got the Mars logo attached to it. I can just see this this little baby dune buggy cruising around Mars. <laughs> um, dune buggy in the <laughs> sand. sand. <laughs> um, little Martians come out, look at it and go, oh, geez, I feel like chocolate. <laughs> Where can exactly. we get one of those Mars bars? Oh, that's right. We don't actually have them here. 
We need to go and invade another planet to get some. Oh, and then it all becomes Independence Day. All because of chocolate and Mars bars. Oh. Mm. But, okay, so how about instead of that, Warner Brothers, which is not a little company either, gets involved. The little Martian dude. Calls it Marvin. Yeah, see, I like that. Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Is it a rover still? Marvin the Martian rover? Yeah. Well, in this course, you're going to call it Range. Range Rover. (laughs) There's some more branding. I think people are kind of missing the point here. People want to give it a stupid name like, you know, Rover Rover Face or whatever. But I think Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian sounds really cool. Yeah. And, you know, when you log on, his thing is, well, what's his mission? He's to find my P-32 space modulator. (laughs) (laughs) I'd actually forgotten all about him. He's, yeah, he's become it. a little bit of a forgotten cartoon character. And that's the only thing I remember from Marvin the Martian. Has anyone seen my P-32 space modulator? <laughs> I, once again, I don't know how you remember that, but I'm not surprised that you do. Because <laughs> you have a brain that just grabs information and sticks with it. Yeah, but doesn't keep the interesting stuff. Just keeps weird shit. True. Um, so there you go. So I think that that's, that's the new thing. That's I think we should try and petition and see whether or not we can get it called Marvin. But I think they'll go for something that's, you know... Silly. Sciencey. Like Freddie McFuckface or something. Freddie McFuckface. <laughs> the new Mars <laughs> Rover. <laughs> well, why don't uh, we get, get the National Pies Rover? Oh, here we go. The National but, Pies That'd be all right. Get just, even just oh, the National Rover. Or, or hang on, the SRB Rover. SRB Rover. It doesn't could, roll off the tongue, though, does it? But I like the fact it that it's a bit of branding. Look, if people didn't know about us now, they're going to know about us after that. Oh, if you have in the bottom of every image that comes back from the SRB Rover, southroadboys.com, yeah. I guarantee you our website's going to get a couple of hits. And I can also guarantee you that it's going to increase our Mars traffic. Because I don't think at the moment we've got any Martians listening. Well, no, I don't get analytics on that. Uh <laughs> Well, that's I'm the point. Sure. Maybe yeah, the um, the network just doesn't pick it up, or maybe they're just using a um, a masked DNS, masked IP server, address or something, <laughs> masked IP address, and so they're they're picking it up from Mars, but because the zone blocked, they actually come up as Belarus, where all the the the, the, the zombie runners are from. Oh, and that's why they haven't landed on Earth yet. Yeah, and that's that's mm. why you and I can't explain why we've got so many Belarusian <laughs> listeners to the South Road Boys. It did seem a little bit strange. But look, we accept everyone from everywhere. So Hey, look, I'd be happy to be big in Belarus. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that could be our first live podcast in South person. Road Boys, Belarus. big in Belarus. Yep. Wow, that could be huge. You know what? It's not as weird as you sound because I worked... I did work for... Um, uh, Spy versus Spy, which is an Aussie pub band from the eighties, right? Yeah. And Spy versus Spy have had so many uh, different band members, and have travelled around Australia, and they didn't really have um, much success, I suppose, top forty wise in Australia. No, um, a bit like James I, Bond. I mean, James Bond changes the lead character all the time. Spy versus Spy did a very similar thing. 
They just yeah. changed their members around. I think I think Don't Tear It Down was probably their, their big... I couldn't even tell you any songs I had. I remember their name. And one of the main reasons I remember the name is because I remember the comic Mad strip magazine. in Mad Magazine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but I could not tell you a song they had. Well, there you go. Um, but they were also big in Brazil, of all places. <laughs> it's random. Like, they didn't do much action in Australia, but then toured extensively throughout Brazil <laughs> and and supported the band for many, many years. So, you know, there's no reason why, you know, South Road Boys can't be big in Belarus. Not really sure what the population of Belarus is, but... No idea. We'll um, look, I think it's possible, and I think we should just have a bit of hope and think he's gun for that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, dearie me. What else is going on? Well, there's been a couple of cool things happening this week. Yes. Uh, number one, uh, my wife from another life turned 50 this week. Oh, G.A. Gillian Anderson turned 50. And doesn't she look absolutely stunning? Don't know. Haven't seen a photo of her. Oh, mate. (laughs) I'll tell you. Emma's going to be pissed. It's just... (laughs) She's just incredible, that woman. And I'm not going to harp on about that because, look, I could actually talk by myself about how amazing that woman is for an entire podcast. Maybe even an entire series. If you start, I'm going to get onto wrestling. Yeah, and so call, let's don't don't make me call Howie. So let's just jump. <laughs> so we'll jump off that boat, uh, and we'll and we'll go to something. Else. So, um, I received a message on Facebook by someone random. Mm, we love uh, random. We do love random, and I'm just gonna <laughs> big shout out to Dave Duke there. This this happened yesterday, right? Um, from uh, Karen Sulfur. Uh, Karen Sulfur Gabino, right? I'm suggesting that you may not know Karen. Uh, I do not know Karen, but here we go. Is is Karen perky in 20s? No. Oh. No, no, no. It's not one of those messages. It's not one of those not- where, where it's someone in a bikini that apparently wants to know who you are because they found you on Facebook and you're really interesting. Wink, but wink. has no, no shared common connections. No shared common connections at all. But okay. the message that I receive is... Yes. Oh, look, oh, this is something that that most men... Yes. Don't want to read? Oh, shit. It is Dustin Duval slash Chapman is looking for his natural father by the name of Troy Barnes. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Yes. Um, Now, look, I'll admit reading that was bizarre. And you have that moment straight away of, holy Holy fuck balls. Uh, but then you kind of think, okay, the logic, the reality kind of kicks back in. So, okay, no, I don't think that's actually happened. And then I looked. Hang on, where's Sharon, she's, where's she's Sharon in, located? She's over in the Americas. Okay. So, so it's a fair way away. Yeah, but um, you've been to America. Yeah, that's exactly it's, what Jazz said. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Like, but I, you know, but people, it is people possible, do move but I can, I can guarantee, though, that no kind of business like that happened in that country. Be- yeah, so, okay. But how old's how old's what's his name? Um, Robert Duvall. Uh, Dustin. <laughs> oh, Dustin Duvall. Dustin or Dusty? We'll call him Dusty Duvall. Dusty. Um, basically, sounds, like a, sounds like a porn uh, name. Well, I replied, "Well, I'm sorry, but I'm in Australia. Um, good luck with your search." Because obviously, they were finding Troy Barnes. As I reckon, and just putting the word out, hoping that maybe there was that slim chance that they might come across the right one. 
you didn't point her in the direction of um, an African-American bloke who played um, Lando Calrissian. No, no, I did not go to that, Troy Barnes. <laughs> That's actually His name was not Troy Barnes. No. Um, but then I get um, further on saying, uh, do you have a son you've never met? My friend Dustin lives in Colorado. I'm his girlfriend. I'm 50 and Dustin is 36. Hang on. Do you have a son you've never met? Oh, okay. It actually that yes. it, it kind of makes you can sense, kn- but it kind of you doesn't. can know about it and never have met him. Yes, thirty six. So, so anyway, we she, both know you weren't at it that early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's certainly not. In, uh, it wasn't that long ago. I was in the Americas. So no. Look, so um, just going to say, uh, Dustin, if you're listening, and I Good should luck. probably send the link. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening, I hope you find Troy Barnes out there somewhere. Uh, Daddy, but Daddy unfortunately, Barnes. Unfortunately, I'm not the person you're after. But look, oh. I appreciate the effort. Well, you could you could have said, but you know, I've always seen myself as a bit of a father figure. I'm happy to <laughs> offer words of advice. I go under the guise of thoughtful Troy. <laughs> this look, this is also true. <laughs> But yeah, um, look. The other thing I was going to bring up, though, um, and this is a really crappy one too. Um, oh, I don't know. not not crappy as in bad news, just oh. crappy as in it shits me. Um, oh, I do not understand why. Hmm. Um, all we live in a world where nerdism and geekism and that kind of stuff is really cool now. Like we've got all these Marvel movies. You know, comics are cool again. You know, like they're probably bigger than they've ever been. You know, yes. now, they're, now they're graphic novels and all the rest of it. Um, you've got yes. all your CW shows like Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl that are going bunto crazy and yes, all the Netflix Marvel shows that are going great. And so it's a all real the movies time for, that make billions. Yeah, there's a, it's a great time for nerds to rejoice. Yes. It's a great time to be a geek. There's so much cool stuff out there. It's amazing. Yet for some reason, we love to bag out our own severely. Yes. And it's happened now, because I don't know if you heard last week, but or during the week, uh, Ruby Rose has been named as being Batwoman in the CW. Now, sh- she's the Aussie girl, yeah? She's Australian, yes. And didn't she date one of the Veronicas? She did. And I must admit, look, there was a couple of moments where my brain drifted away when that was happening. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, because I, I do think the Veronicas are actually quite stunning. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, actually if, um, if Ella, who used to work for me, or work for me, sorry, work with me, is oh. listening to this. Um, here a while back, I remember the Veronica's come out with a new single. Yes. And I was actually watching the film clip at work, and I said, I said, <laughs> the Veronica's are just like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's like the all the fantasies you could possibly have as a as a male coming into play. You got these two all, all stunning. Well, you know, you know all the cliche <laughs> fantasies of, you know, okay, two, yes. the two stunning twins and all that kind of stuff. So you like and, incest? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that, that's why it's always a funny one, isn't it? Because you know the two sisters aren't going to have sex with you at the same time. That's just really bizarre, weird. But for some reason, well, it's, it's one of those cliche very Tasmanian for very for a very long time. It is very Tasmanian. <laughs> Haven't done it though. Strangely enough, yeah. feel like I'm missing out. Um, yeah. But long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> but at the time, I remember her saying to me, "I've got to try and get the the term right." But um, she said. You've definitely got a type. So I don't have a type. So you do have a type. I said, what's my type? Hot and female. And her, I'm trying to get this the right way around. Um, yes. It would have been something like 
anorexic. Mm. Oh, something like anorexic goth slap freaks. <laughs> oh, and I've wow. gone wow. <laughs> And wow. then I've thought about it for a minute and thought, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because for some reason, it's, it's that whole look of like the horror look, you know, like the um the vampire bitten girl and all that kind of stuff. And, you yes. know, that kind of dark thing. Um, anorexic goth slut freaks or something. It was, it was something really out there. But I'm like, well, it's offensive. And they went, eh, actually, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but, so, then, but then who just turned 50? Jillian Adams. Yeah. Now, but look, how when, when we when we have goth. a ty- when we have a type, though, it doesn't mean that our type has to get position there forever. I think you've liked Jillian longer than anything I've ever known you for to like anything. Yeah, I too agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but in saying, here's a funny one though. Like I see this on film, mm. and I must admit the look does it for me. Like it, it grabs my attention. Yet if I saw someone that was that thin in the street normally. Mm. Um, probably wouldn't be as interested. Well, because you'd probably be hiding your money or your drugs, because that's what they'd be after. <laughs> probably. Anyway, <laughs> back on topic. Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. So, Ruby Rose got known yes. as being Batwoman. So, Batwoman's going to be on CW. Um, it's going to be on Supergirl, but it's, it's going to be the interlining story character um, between Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl when they have the crossover. Of course. And the they crossover is very cool. Um, yep. So she's been named as this, um, and it's a, a huge deal because uh, number one, Ruby Rose has been someone who was she came out when she was about twelve, I believe. I read. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's been a lesbian in that time, or identified as a lesbian in that time, who now identifies as being um, just gender fluid, I believe. Right, right, which is all fine. So Batwoman in the comics, the character she's going to be playing is actually a lesbian character in the comics. Mm-hmm. So for Ruby Rose, that was actually a huge step. The fact that yes. now they're actually bringing a a gay character into the superhero universe. Like, it's a huge, huge deal. But the geeks and everyone... Legit representing the LBGTIQ community. Yes. So the geeks, though, the nerds worldwide, have, have gone just off their nut. Yes. Saying that apparently um, she shouldn't be playing the character, um, she can't act, all the rest, and just slammed her to the point where now she's actually shut down her Twitter account. Wow. Because she was just getting slammed from every direction by people who are meant to love these genres that we just adore so much. Yeah, but okay. Whilst they love the genre so much, they hold their characters in the high... I mean... If Ryan Reynolds didn't end up getting Deadpool, he would have been killed for Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Green Lantern was bad. And and I may have joined in because, quite frankly, that was not the greatest superhero film. No, it wasn't fun. But Even when, he's taken the piss out of himself in Deadpool. A, 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 as he should. <laughs> but once again, he got to be Deadpool. So he kind of got his redemption song there. The thing is, I mean, I think, wasn't Ruby in Orange is the New Black? Yes. So she's got some, I think she's got some serious acting credentials. Oh, she's been around a while. She's not a newbie. Yeah, exactly. So I think she's got some skills. I think she could bring something to the role. But are they pissed off that it's Ruby or are they pissed off that Batgirl, Batwoman, hang on, is it Batwoman mm. 
is being um, portrayed as gay. Or uh, well, that's half of it too, because all these people are uh, they're going back to when Batwoman was first created, yeah, when it wasn't the, the case. Not the Batwoman that came out, I believe, in the late nineties. Right. That was a gay character. The other thing they've gone on about is the fact that the character in the comics is Jewish, and Ruby Rose is in Jewish. Oy vey. Um, I mean, seriously, <laughs> Yentl. Like, oh, well, no, because what nuts. she's doing. It, no, because what she's doing is appropriation. They, they probably believe there are enough Jewish girl lesbian actors out of there who can play Batwoman. I, I, <laughs> fuck, I don't even know. I don't even know why people get so pissed off by this. I don't know either. Like, I get... It's interesting because it now seems to be that Unless, of course, you belong to that orientation or you belong to that country or you belong to that race, you're not allowed to play something that is outside of that in a movie without someone saying you're appropriating that thing. Did no one see Sean Connery in The Hunt for Red October? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even do the accent. No. (laughs) Now, I'm sure... There are at least one Russian actors out there who could have played the captain of a Russian sub as opposed to a Scotsman. I'm sure there's probably even an American Russian who could have done an accent from his folks and gotten away with it. Yep. But now, if a, if a Scotsman was going to play a Russian, is it okay because they're both white? Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. It's interesting I mean, with Ruby Rose because I know when I saw her do an interview and she had basically had tears. She was so excited at the fact she got this role. A massive role. Which and is, CW. Which awesome. I mean, yeah. And they're also looking at this stage of even actually doing a Batwoman TV series to come out of that if it goes well. So yeah. it's a big, big moment. Mm. Uh, but the fact that she's virtually been just hounded off. I mean, it's not the first person it's happened to. Um, you know, uh, the girl that plays Eleven in Stranger Things. Yes. Um, she jumped off Twitter as well, I think, because there was a fan backlash about something. Um, the the girl that was in um, uh, Star Wars, Tran, there was a thing a while back where she... Oh, yeah, the Asian chick. She yeah, got smashed. Exactly. For just no reason, other than people are ourselves. And I watched the film. I didn't think any... I didn't think... I didn't feel one way or the other about her acting. I didn't think she was brilliant. I didn't think she was by any stretch of the imagination bad. I just saw her character was a small character. Yep. And I think she did an okay job. Like, If anything, I felt the character wasn't really needed that much. It was a bit of a strange one, but that's not her fault. No, it, it seemed like a character that they were... At the start, it looked like they were might maybe be developing a love interest yeah. between her and, and um, the other guy. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that story writing is probably falls apart, but I thought her acting was okay. I thought she did you know a pretty good job, but you know I've never done the craft, so I wouldn't know. This is um, true. Yeah, I'm saying. But for crying out loud, I've, I think people get so upset with the lives of comic book characters and movie things is because there's something wrong in their life. I mean, seriously, why would you care so much? It's like, and more to the point, be happy we've got these things. Yeah. Like Arrow was fantastic. And- Look, if if I had to pick someone to play Arrow... Yes. Um... I must admit, he wouldn't be the person I'd look at and think, well, that fits the look of the comic book character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he plays the part very well. 
Does a great job. Um, you look at um, Gunston, who plays um, Flash. Oh, he's brilliant. He's spectacular. Yeah. Um, I even, I love the girl that plays Supergirl. I'm not sure what mm. her actual name is, but I think she's fantastic. She plays it perfectly. Yeah. Um, like there's all these characters that are just absolutely fantastic. Um, she hasn't even put the costume on. She hasn't even been in the show yet, Ruby Rose. Mm. So I don't understand where everyone has to go. This is going to be terrible. This is shocking. How dare you basically destroy our character? Give it I a mean, chance. I mean, DC have destroyed, well, not made some good film choices recently but mm. their tv stuff's been okay i think the tv stuff has been cool and 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 the people that have got to work in those dc movies i think their choices have been okay i just think maybe either the directing or the script has let them down more than anything mm. but for crying out loud people if you don't like an actor or an actress just don't watch their film they're it's just pretty they're, easy they're, mm. they're just fucking people trying to to make a living and they are fortunate enough that their living is make pretend. Yeah, and a lot of this, the lot of these people that are in these roles, they love the characters too. Correct, and they're not the ones writing the dialogue. No, they're not the ones directing it. Here's your lines. Say this, get it done. So just back off. Like yeah, and 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 the worst thing is, I mean, we can try and blame the tall poppy syndrome that we have here in Australia, but it it's the the nerd tall poppy syndrome. I think just cuts so much worse. Mm. Um. And they hold their comics and what they believe should be right so preciously dear. Whereas, do you think it's because um, they come from a a culture of where they're used to being bullied that it feels like that's a perpetual that's a behaviour they need to perpetuate? I don't know because I, I just wonder now: um, is that still the case? Oh, in school it would be. You reckon? Absolutely, yeah. Even though that that is still so popular now, like the the nerdisms, like your Marvel and DC and all that, is so huge. You reckon there'd still be that kind of? Are oh, you just a geek? Yeah, because whilst it whilst a geek can hold it true and near to his heart, people at Marvel and DC have made their product so consumable by mainstream. You don't have to be a geek to enjoy it. You can be a jock as they say in America, um, or whatever, and you can love the hell out of an Iron Man or a Captain America and never have read a comic book. And then when you have some nerd going, oh, but I remember in this issue of this and the widening gyre of Batman, and, and all of a sudden they get <laughs> smashed because they really shouldn't be talking about such things, you know. So it's... And it's only once those nerds grow up and decide that that's okay... That they've got intelligence and they start making these films <laughs> um, mm. or writing these comics or doing these TV shows, that's when they kind of stop being bullied. But I think it still happens in school and maybe that's just an ongoing thing. I don't know. Speaking of and, um, all that geekism too, um, Disney at the moment are trying to get James Gunn back onto... Um, oh, sorry, Marvel are trying yes. to petition Disney to take James yes. Gunn back for Guardian. Look, I hope they do. Yeah, I was yeah I was listening to a um uh, a podcast, um, Fat Man on Batman, where the, he was talking about that as well, where there's really a he's probably the best thing for that franchise to do it. I think maybe what that what it is, Barnsley, is that maybe because geeks are the ones who are tech savvy, they don't need to leave their parents' basement to be able to 
voiced yeah, in a community. Yeah, keyboard warriors. Unite. Keyboard warriors. <laughs> because, you know, you go back 15, 20 years, no Instagram, no Facebook, no Twitter. So they sat in their mum's and dad's basement and vented how Ruby Rose was going to be um, Batwoman. To their mates. <laughs> to their mates, who were scared shitless to tell anyone. So Ruby never heard about it. Mm. But all of a sudden, nerds unite. Maybe. Yeah, that actually could be right. I know when Stranger Things came out as well, I remember reading a really mm. weird complaint about that where I think it was set in 1987 off memory, the show. Yes. Um, yeah. There was a song that came on mm. that apparently came out in 1986 and it was playing on the radio on the background and someone's like, how could they get it so wrong? <laughs> well, no, People, it was just a, a golden oldies. It was radio stations do play songs from a year ago. That's just... You know what? Know. They need to all go and join Lambda, Lambda, Lambda <laughs> and, and, and re-watch Revenge of the Nerds oh. and find out what it truly means to be a nerd, to belong and to have family and not to be haters. So yeah, maybe I will. Maybe yeah, it. I think lambda, lambda, lambda. That's <laughs> lambda, what we need lambda, to call lambda. this. Look, anyway, I'm just going to put my hand up and say that I think Ruby Rose is going to be killer at Batwoman. Well, here at the South Road Boys, we will support you, Ruby, and we wish you all the very best. Hells, yeah. Now, have we got any um, more sage-like wisdom? <sighs> Do we? Do <laughs> we? <laughs> all right, <sighs> get on with it then. Right, play the music. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Tom in Sydney <laughs> is worried that he isn't being considered for promotions at work because he isn't standing out from the crowd. <laughs> Tom, your issue was all about perception. Most people think that llamas and alpacas are basically the same animal. Carl! But they are indeed quite different. Llamas are 180 kilos, coarse to touch, brave and guard the herd. Alpacas weigh a measly 70 kilos, are soft and gentle in their protection. <laughs> Who you are is a choice. Right now, you're just an alpaca. Be the llama, Tom. No one ever took notice of Dalai Alpaca, but Dalai Lama, <laughs> that's a name written in history. Thank you, and bless. Carl, was that um, uh, llamas with hats? <laughs> yes. Hmm. And if you don't know that reference, roadies, um, Google llamas with hats. Ah, uh, definitely watch it. It's so silly, but so funny. Ah, uh, and that will really take you to the baseline of comedy that we find funny here at the South Road Boys. I tell you, thoughtful tries really brought it home this week. Uh, that that is awesome. <laughs> that is truly sage-like wisdom, it's, and I—it's a t-shirt. Be the llama. Be the llama. Mm. Bit of merch coming up right there, roadies. <laughs> be the llama merch. <laughs> and on that note, I am Joe. I am Troy, and we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are. <laughs>